Hey students, happy Friday. You're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing again on a frosty, frosty Friday. How are you, Brother Wing? I'm doing good. I'm happy to not be outside, but I was outside this morning. Yeah, I bet with your buddies, your workout buddies. Yeah. Do you, do you want to do some advertising for your F3 workout buddies? I'll just say this. You know that old adage that somebody said a long time ago that there's no such thing as bad weather. There's just bad gear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's actually true. You know, you bundle up enough and <laughs> you can be warm <laughs> when it's six degrees outside. It's actually possible. And you can even, you can even exercise in six degrees and it's good. It's good work. So, so, so you're out there, you're out there in your full ski park and doing lunges and uh, <laughs> high-fiving people with your big Nanook of the North gloves on. I can see it. I picture it. I can picture yeah. it. Unfortunately, I didn't quite get all of the Utah gear that I should have got while I was out there. So yeah, I, cool. I hear you. You know, it's surprising really. I'm, I mean, I'm happy for you that you're doing stuff outdoors. I, I know that you're not always the biggest of outdoor guy. I mean, you're a big fan of air conditioning and, and stuff like that. And so am I, so am I. <laughs> um, but one time I'll, I'll tell you this, I was, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big hiker. Like I don't really like hiking unless I'm going to, unless I'm hiking somewhere that I can go fishing at. <laughs> All right. So I don't like like guys that climb mountains and they get to the top and they're like, we did it. And then they hike back down. I like that doesn't that doesn't do it for me. But um, I'll hike anywhere if I know there's some big fish that I could catch. So, so one time I was uh, I was in a place called the High Uintas in Utah, and we were there was a lake that there wasn't really a trail. You had to make your own trail to this lake, and um, we got to this lake and this lake was like, it was almost like in a pit that was just surrounded by cliffs everywhere. And, um, and I could see the deepest part of the lake where the big fish usually are also had a really high cliff that was, um, that was right next to that deep part. And just for fun, I was just kind of just being silly. I took my, took my fishing pole and I just cast out my, my, my fishing gear out there. And it was a long way down. You know, it was just, if I, you know, I, I didn't really think I'd catch a fish and all of a sudden I caught a fish right now. I've got a problem because this cliff is probably 60 or 70 feet above the, the water. And so if I'm going to reel in this fish, I got to reel it up like 60 <laughs> or 70 feet without it snapping off. And I have to stand on the edge of this cliff to, to do it. Right. And so when I got to, when I, I decided that I was going to go for it and I started reeling in this fish, but to do it, because I didn't want to stand on the edge of the cliff, I laid on my belly. Right. And just if you, uh, on the edge of this cliff, I laid down and I started reeling, reeling it up. Brother Wing. The, I laid down because I, I, if I, I wanted more parts of my body on the ground than just my two, the two feet, because I did not want to fall off. I think about that. Uh, the reason why I tell that is because I thought about that story as we were kind of talking about, um, about First Nephi chapter eight. 
in Lehi's dream about these people who make it to, who are going along the path, holding onto a rod and making it to the tree. There's a group of people that got to the tree, that partook of the fruit, they loved it, and they fell away. And then there was a group of people that made it to the tree, partook of the fruit, and then they fell down at the tree and they didn't fall away. They had every, they had as much of their body laying down so they couldn't be, couldn't fall away. Take us through some of this in First Nephi 8. What are some insights we can get from Lehi's dream about this rod and about this tree and about these people? Yeah, the, you know, you really see lots of different groups here. Some, some are just going straight for the great and spacious building, you know. Some get lost trying to get to the tree, but they don't have the access of the rod or they don't choose to use the the rod and the path um, that are there. But you do have these other two groups, one that do make it to the tree. One is described in verse 24. It came to pass that I beheld others pressing forward and they came forth and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron. And they did press forward through the mist of darkness, clinging to the rod of iron, even until they did come forth and partake of the fruit of the tree. So it was successful. They got to the tree. They made it through the mist of darkness. Even the rod was effective at helping them do that. But it describes that this people then became ashamed, you know, as they were there at the tree from those who were scoffing at them from the great and spacious building and they fall away um, after that. But there's a different group who make it to the tree and stay. Um, and that group is described in verse 30. It says they came and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron and did press their way forward, continually holding fast to the rod of iron until they until they came forth and fell down and partook of the fruit of the tree. So there is this interesting distinction between uh, clinging versus continually holding fast. And I've heard a lot mm -hmm. of interpretations about that. I don't know so much about clinging. Is this like white knuckling it? Or is right. it, I've also heard, even heard a definition that it's just kind of gliding along, you know, that it's mm -hmm. almost the opposite of what we might think of with that word. Either way, it's does it appears that it's different than continually holding fast. And that that phrase I feel like I can better define that uh there's this diligence and confidence and uh reliance um upon uh scripture study and right. application of the word of God continually. Um and and then there's this also this distinction between the groups that they either fell away or they fell down. Right. And then why did they fall down? You know, uh, there, and that's another interesting question to consider. Yeah. I like, I like that the, the thought of them falling down because they wanted to stay, there was nowhere else. They want, they wanted their, their whole self to be close to that tree is the way that I, I view that there's, there's something to be said about tasting of the fruit and thinking this is awesome. And then just kind of looking around and seeing the great and spacious and all of a sudden noticing the great and spacious and, and maybe being distracted from how good that fruit is by how, how good those arguments are, are that are coming from the great and spacious building. And you might drop the fruit just to go explore a little bit. So, so let me, I got to hear a little bit more about what you're saying. I can't really hear you so far as I'm standing right next to this awesome tree let me let me let me move away. But those yeah. those folks that fell down at the tree, uh, they never they never left. It's interesting. I don't know. I've thought a lot about that that rod as well, uh, brother wing, the clinging to and the continually holding fast. Maybe there's nothing to that. 
but but again i thought about either white knuckling it or maybe um maybe almost fearful holding on to to that you know almost like out of a sense of duty i've got to i've got to hold on to this i don't i don't know but that's one of the beautiful things about lehi's dream and about symbols in in general i think that those symbols cause us to ponder and think and then as we'll see later on in the book of mormon when we're pondering we have when we have desire to be led by god uh then the holy ghost can help us learn learn some truths that will be just for us and so that's what's cool about those symbols is they can teach us personal lessons just for us yeah and i think that's where to take all of this you know as you know here we are in our day and we're taking the scriptures we're learning from them and are we just doing this out of kind of like a habit or almost like we'll feel guilty if we don't do it you know is that the reason that's not a very good reason, you know, and, and so, or are we just, we just want to be fed. We don't right. get nourished. And I'm, I'm going into my scripture study because I want, I want answers. I want, I want strength. I want to, be, I want to commune with God and, and feel close to him and be close to him and, and get some ideas and some um, inspiration about how to live my life better and get some specifics there. You know, when Laman and Lemuel ask Nephi about this rod of iron, he says this in chapter 15, verse 24, Whoso would hearken unto the word of God and hold fast unto it, they would never perish. Mm. Either could the temptations and the fiery darts of the adversary overpower them unto blindness to lead them away into destruction. I mean, that blindness we'll see come up later in the Book of Mormon with other stories where people suffer because of blindness. They are overpowered. Um, by the temptations, which means they were not holding fast right. <laughs> to the iron rod. And so how do we hold fast to that iron rod? And in what way? I, I go back to this distinction between those two groups that, it, yeah, the clinging versus continually holding fast, there's a difference. The, but then I go back to this falling away versus falling down. And why did they fall down? And perhaps the way that they were approaching the word of God cause them to understand some things about the savior and about who he really is and about the purpose of life and, and the gospel itself. And they've become to love it. And then when they get to the tree, they don't fall down out of fatigue. Like they fall down because right. they understand where they're at and who they are with. And so that to me becomes there because so chapter 11, then interpreting, well, who, what's the tree? Who is the tree? Well, chapter 11 helps us to understand it's the Savior. Even verse 24 uh, talks about the Savior and even says that when Nephi's told to look and he looks and I beheld the Son of God going forth among the children of men and I saw many fall down at his feet and worship him. And so are they falling down out of humility um, and worship of the Lord when they get there? And that's because they were continually holding fast to the word to, to do it for the right reasons and commune with God and be nourished by the word and and love love what God is providing to them. I love that. Using the scriptures as an iron rod to get us to the tree, to get us to the love of God. I think reading the scriptures without a purpose is going to uh is going to be rough. But even if we just start our scripture study with help me get closer to the tree. Uh I would like to I'd like to you know, what do you want me to feel? I'm willing to feel or experience what you want me to experience or feel, and then just start studying and see where that rod takes you. It'll always take you to the tree. All right, yeah. students. 
Yeah, one go ahead. last thing. This is the worst sure. thing. Uh, there's a great talk in April 2015 General Conference. Um, that's by uh, Kevin Pearson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said this real quick statement. Unless we are continually holding fast to the word of God and living it, we will become spiritually blinded rather than spiritually minded. Search the Book of Mormon and the words of living prophets every day, every day, every day. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Brother Wayne. All right, students, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. It's been fun to see you at Institute classes. Keep coming. Until next time, everybody, we love your guts. Stay righteous. Stay righteous.